This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 110. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. My name is Dave, and I am the Floorball Guru. If you've been following along over the last four and a half years, um, you've noticed the focus of what I try to do is teach, educate, uh, inform, and develop, and then act. And the biggest thing for that is most people will talk about how things should be, oh, I wish they could be, so on and so forth. And the reality is, for me at least, talk is cheap. Now you could say, I'm growing the sport because I'm selling sticks and that's the education. Great. However, you're, whatever it is that you're trying to, to focus on, do it. Go at it by all means. Um, but I think the bigger part, as I've spoken at length time and time again, and will continue to nail it on the head is the importance of actually engaging kids. And I think a lot of people don't want to do that because it is hard. It is time consuming. And in a lot of cases, it's not necessarily always the most fun because you're not the one playing. You tend to be the one on the sidelines. Um, you're engaged to some degree, but but you're not playing. And that can be hard for people because when you really love the sport, you want to play the sport. You want to, you want to engage and, and be the sport. And when you change the role, it does change things for, some, for a lot of people. For me, I, I really love teaching. I wish I could play more. Um, I wish that was more of, you know, daily life or a consistent thing, but I've kind of resigned to the fact that I really want kids to play. I see the impact that, that the sport has on kids and how they interact and how, what that gets them excited. That if that is the role that I play in the process, then that's the role that I will play. And, you know, it is what it is, but a couple things that you find if you actually get out and teach or even when you interact with, say, a, you know, a, a clinic or a one-off event or something like that, you're going to get a mix of kids that will show up. And it's really easy to focus on the kids that are excited. Uh, it's easy to focus on the kids that maybe are a little bit more advanced. But I really implore you to, you know, find that balance of, who are the kids that maybe are underdeveloped or maybe they clearly look like they don't want to be there um, on that first day or that event and figure out how to reach those kids. Now, one of the things I found over the years, I mean, I've been doing youth sports development for about 10 years. And one of the consistencies that you'll find is you have kids that when they show up, it is very clear they do not want to be there. And that could be for any number of reasons you have no control over or knowledge of. But you can still reach them. Now, in this session for fall, uh, I, do, I tend to break up the fall into two sessions. So I'll do a six-week and a six-week or a five or five, something like that. I fit it in where I start in September and we end before Christmas. And there's a number of reasons for that, but neither less. 
So in this current session, I have a number of new kids that haven't been in my programs before, and I love that because you always need new kids. I've got the regulars, but I you know need new kids to continue to grow. And one of the girls that showed up, boy, that first day, she was very, it was very apparent on her face that she did not want to be there. This was not her scene. She didn't think like this was fun. Um, whatever it was, she was too cool for it. Doesn't matter. So her age was around, you know, 11, 10 or 11. And, you know, I've got a, a room of about 13 kids. I can't just focus on the one. So working on how can I engage them enough where they don't feel like it's overbearing, um, that they can see that other kids are fun, having fun, and then ideally jump into the fray. So anything I could do, I was trying to figure out how to engage this person because she just wasn't having it. And that is really common for... Younger kids in general, especially within the first one to three weeks of a program where they just maybe are overwhelmed with other kids, they're overwhelmed with the situation, it's new, you're a stranger, all these other things come into play. So definitely don't take that personally, but engage in different ways. So the way that I tend to do it is I just continue to touch base with them. I'll be calling their name out while we're doing things like, hey, come on, let's go, and, and, and off you go. Um, if we're scrimmaging, I'm trying to actively jump into the fray and maybe help encourage them. Uh, if I'm actually playing, I'm trying to get the ball in their area or to them. And, you know, it was one of those things on the first day, she just, she found her spot during a scrimmage and she just basically stood there the whole time. And um, all the other kids are running around. All the other kids are having fun. And she just wasn't having it. <clears throat> By the second class, things had changed. Um, now, did anything change based on what I had done? Maybe, maybe not. But for some reason, she came a little more relaxed, a little more kind of into it, if you will where she was actually participating with the, with the class and with the other kids. And then when we got to the scrimmage, she was actually, it was like we actually got her to, to run around a little bit. We got her the ball and, you know, she just, it just, there was something about it where it just, it seemed to speak to her at that point. And one of the things that I've seen over time that I've dealt with is tend to deal with parents where, if it's a, a younger kid, they get um, not defensive, but they try to justify how their kid is acting. Like, oh, I, they've never done this, or I don't know if this is for them. I'm concerned. They, they don't seem very engaged, so on and so forth. I always kind of under, not undermine or blow that off, but I basically reassure the parents that this is normal behavior, especially within the first one to two weeks, because again, as the coach, I'm a stranger. They don't know me. Maybe they don't know the other kids in the group. Uh, there's, it's a new feeling. They're maybe feeling overwhelmed with loud noises, so on and so forth. So reassuring the parents that the kid is, there's nothing wrong with the kid. And giving that kid time to 
kind of warm up to the situation um, and finding those ways to integrate them and, and, and include them in different ways, it, it, it makes a huge difference. And sometimes it takes longer for ki- some kids than others. Um, I've had it where a whole session kind of felt like that. But by the end, we were able to get them. You could see that spark kind of in their eyes a little bit. And that's the part that is really important of how do we reach kids and how do we engage them where they're at. And it takes time. It takes an understanding. It takes a willingness to try to understand it and meet kids where they are. And that can be a really hard thing when you want to, when you want to do this drill or this, this game or whatever that is. And if you're not willing to bend or adjust or change something to meet kids where they're at, you're going to struggle and it's not going to be as fun as, as it could be. And I just implore anybody, if you're doing this to, to really just Take the time and be willing to adapt, willing to change, um, because in the end, that's the impact that can make a bigger impact <laughs> on someone. So, again, as we continue to um, to grow and evolve, again, we're talking about developing the sport of floorball, but again, focusing on kids. So if you follow or this is new information by all means check out my the rest of my podcasts i cover a variety of different topics head over to my website at floorballguru.com if you're looking for equipment want to get started uh, check out my book at floorballguru.store and let's continue to to grow the sport um, in an effective and fun in a fun way so if you need anything again reach out through social media uh, just basically at floorballguru on Instagram, Twitter, um, and Facebook, and let's continue to grow the sport. So wherever you are, I hope you're happy and healthy, and most importantly, keep floorballing.